Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, guess what day it is? It is it is it Married at First Sight Wednesday? Ah, uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, girl, it is. Uh, that must be why my blood pressure's up. Mm, hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little flushed. I'm a little sweaty myself. That could be the the wine, but also the show. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm good, Mary. I am good. How I'm good. I'm ready <laughs> to go. I'm excited for uh, listeners. Thank you for being here. You guys, we keep growing and you guys are awesome. Thank you for rating and reviewing. It means a lot. Uh, it really helps us out. I saw that Mary got a few Atta girls. She loves an Atta girl. Oh, and I love an Atta girl. Thank you. Yeah. A few people put that as their subject line, Atta girls mm. in the newer reviews. But I thought you probably really enjoyed that. And maybe you haven't looked yet. Well, I'll tell you what, I have not looked yet, but now I it's going to be hard for me not to look while we're recording, but I promise I'll wait, but that <laughs> makes my heart sing. So thank you. That's right. And you guys know that we have our our Instagram, Are You My Podcast? We have our Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters? Where you just go over there and ask to join. When we're done here, we add bonus material. Okay, someone in the reviews did say they make you go, they want you to join Patreon to hear all of it. No, no, no. We do a full podcast, the same that we've always done. And then we go over and do just bonus material for Patreon. So it's extra material. You're not getting material taken away from here. But if you would like to join Patreon, you get more material. And obviously, there's no ads over there. There's no ads this episode at all because just that's things ebb and flow guys. Um, no, it's, it's true. And <laughs> I'd love to just add one little thing to that. We're not taking anything away. We're givers, Sarah. Yes. And for $7 a month. Okay. Extra married at first sight bonus content on Thursdays, plus our free Sunday episodes where with a whole back catalog of some ridiculous, amazing things. And I just want to tack on to the end. It's because we can't work for free. That's the yes. only reason. If I you'd know, like you just to support free, us. Yeah, you said free Sunday episodes. The Sunday episodes are included in the $7. Oh, they're included. Yeah, yeah that's all what I $7 for that. one month yeah. that you get all of that. Um, yeah, no, I know. Someone did mention, you know, ads and Patreon in a, in a review. Someone salty. And I just want to say yeah. to that person, do you work for free? And if you yeah. do, you shouldn't. Um, but... I <laughs> well, I was we do say, love I'll, doing this. So we there's do. that too. We do. It's just, you know, we're just trying to even creep near a living wage, you know, someday maybe. <laughs> yeah, we put a lot of time into it, but it's time we enjoy and we are. Oh, and tomorrow night is John and I will be on the couple's couch. Yes. The, that, yeah. For this episode, for episode oh. 11. So my husband and I did one because Mary's in Philadelphia. So we they'd like you to be in the same room. So John stood in for Mary um, but Mary is going to be here um, at the end of the month. And we're going to do, I don't know what number it is yet, but we're doing a couple's couch um, later for closer to the end of the season, I guess. So that's exciting. And uh, we got a couple other things brewing over there that are super fun. There's some clip shows possibly happening, but we, I don't know what all we're supposed to say yet, but just stay tuned. Yes, yes, yes to all of it. By the way, I've never been so excited to be part of a couple 
as I am for this couple's couch thing with you. And I cannot wait to watch you and John tomorrow uh, night. So I'm I'm like nervous to watch it because I enjoy couples couch. It's like just fun, kind of silly. But I also know that if you, you know, it can be a little, I don't know, if you if you do it wrong. I, I don't know. I think we had a lot of fun. So I, and I know the network seemed happy with it because they asked us to do it again. So, um, I just don't know what all they use. You know, you, you film all this stuff and then you don't even know what ends up airing. So, but it was super oh, fun. We had a lot of fun. I have to ask, did Ralphie or Cindy Lou make an appearance? Uh, yes, a couple of times. Well, not on oh. camera, but there was some meowing, uh, their feeder went off at one point. Well, the cat oh, feeder went off at one point when we were nice. filming, which I'm sure they were thrilled about. We had the nicest gentleman here um, helping us out. And I can't, he was probably like, I mean, can't you just turn your, can't your fat ass cats just go a few, just one hour without their food? Is that going to be that big of a deal? But yeah, the feeder went off. And then when the feeders go off, there's like mass running the loudest, craziest running from two cats you've ever seen. The scramble. I'll be, I mean, I'll be watching and creating my own little bloopers reel with the cat. So <laughs> I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. I'm surprised Ralphie didn't try to get on camera. But anyway, um, and also if you happen to be in Batavia, Illinois, I'm going to be there the end of this month, March 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Comedy Vault. You can go to sarahcolona.com for those tickets. And Mary, uh, you're going to be in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, I'm gonna be is at, that right? Yeah, in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Improv, uh, opening up for Shane Gillis the same date. So I'm excited. So we're gonna be we're gonna be cracking jokes, kind of. I I guess we're are we near each other at all? I don't know. I don't um, know enough about geography. We'll talk about this on Patreon, where I am comfortable <laughs> showing how much I don't know. But um, <laughs> either way, go. We, go we see talk maps, not maps. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yes. Yes, we I do. I like that. I love okay. a pun. All right. Let's get into it. Who okay. would you like to start with from this episode? You know, I'm just going to go. We're going to go Kirsten and Shaquille. Yeah. Because that's who I that's who I have up top, to be honest. And also, I have a lot of thoughts, but then I feel like I have nothing to say at all. Is that possible? <laughs> I, I, I 100%. You know why? Because I didn't understand their thoughts this episode. I was so confused on I would I went back and forth from well, Kirsten, obviously you're you know, this is a, and then I'd go, no, wait, Shaq, have you shut down? Because she was shut down. And I I what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I I honestly feel like I I wanna take the the term or the phrase quality time. Because really, what is quality time? You know, it's time together, but it seems as though she's not happy with the, the, the level of quality in the time that they are currently spending together and that they haven't had enough quality time. I, I, I am so lost. The same thing. Is he, is he not coming home from work and hanging out with her? Is she alone all the time? Or am I picking up a little bit that she is kind of needy AF, as the kids used to say, because it just it's it's something's off. Well, and then on After Party, the way he talked about it was that it's it's different when the cameras are on than it is later. Like she says these things, but her act, she says, I want you to kiss me when I come home. You want this and that. But then he kind of made it seem like 
when he really does come home, she's not there trying to get him to, you know, not greeting well, him or anything. Right. So it was well, a little confusing. I mean, she she hasn't kissed him yet. She spent the bulk of the first 10 episodes of this season talking about how she doesn't like to kiss. And now tonight she said, yeah, and when you come home, you don't even kiss me. I was like, what did I miss? I mean, I wish I missed an episode. I wish <laughs> I could take a knee on an episode and I missed the episode where they were making out and she's all into kissing now. But I don't think I did. So what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed their roller skating date. I thought it looked cute. I thought they were going to have fun. Did you <laughs> did you note the one part of it? Did it make you think of me at all? Which part was that? This isn't a trick question. It was when they put helmets on. Oh, <laughs> I did not even think of that. But that's really funny. I mean, I just you've convinced me safety first is is always the way to go. So now I just see a helmet and yeah. I just think that's what you're supposed to do. And obviously they know that, too. So. Um, yeah, it made me feel good about them sort of letting loose a little bit. Safety first. <laughs> Safety first. They, it's so good when we're together. You know I'm going to deliver. You're so good for me. Something like that was a song <laughs> that. Something close to that. Something <laughs> close to that. Yeah. It, uh, oh, it was, my. That's what they were skating to. It, it oh. was a cute date. She said she's enjoying herself. She says she's enjoying him. He said, work in school's been a lot. He says, what are you looking forward to? She said, memories and travel. Then he started talking about, he's re- he wants quality time with the friends and the family. He wants the quality time with the friends and the family. She doesn't seem to want to give him that. And it seems to be an issue. Well, and I don't mean this in a harsh way, but what I'm picking up is he wants to see her around friends and family because he wants to see if there's a personality there. He wants to see how she acts with her friends, how she acts with her cousins, with her family, because he's not learning anything about her. And I think he's hoping that if she's around loved ones where she feels comfortable, that she will be herself a little bit, if that exists. Yes. I don't that, know. That does seem to be what he was saying. You, you said it, um, I think... I think you said it more bluntly than he wanted to say it, but that's how that's what was coming across. And it's not that I don't think she has a personality. It's just that I think she is being very guarded around. I mean, I mean, first of all, you want to take away the word quality time. I would like to take the word intentional and and send oh. it out into the universe and, and never to come back again. Stick it up, assholes. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that so much. Just, I just want this to be, I, our time needs to be intentional. I don't know what that means. And I understand that someone said it to her and now she's repeating it because I think maybe either Dr. Pepper or Cal told them they need to be more intentional. And so I oh. guess we have to go back and blame them. But it's starting to make me intentionally angry. <laughs> I i am also um, right there with you with, with my intent and my anger. Um I don't know. I, he, even, even with him on after party tonight, I don't know as if I really, he seemed frustrated, but yeah, he didn't seem to clarify a whole lot for me either. Like I, they just, but then the fucking pre, excuse me, the, the previews for next week, she's sitting on his lap and it looks like she's doing a really nice job kissing him. And so I'm like, what? Yeah, I feel that I feel like maybe we're about to see 
some progression next week. It looks, or I don't know if that's for this next week or for a future episode, but it was definitely previews. So something must be happening and that's good. I just, yeah, I have to ask what you thought of the conversation about, um, decision day about how she says, I, you know, I can't get you to know my friends and family when I, I think you're one foot in and one foot out. And she says, we have all the time. We have a lifetime of, of to do all of this stuff as if she's already decided that they're going to stay together. And he says, well, time is of the essence because we still have a date to make a decision by. And I, I, I guess her attitude is probably more what people, other people would say is the right one. But I honestly agreed with him because they have decision day for a reason. So I understand talking about the future and stuff, but he's like, I can't stay with you on decision day. If I still feel like I don't know you, I think is what he's saying. I agree with you. This girl does not like a timeline. He, and I, I think even somebody, I mean, I'm, you're more a deadlined person than I am. You're just good (laughs) at, you know, you're punctual. Even I'm like TikTok motherfucker. Like let's move along here. Look at her apartment. Okay. How long had she been there? She didn't have an end table, a lamp. I think she does. She's not a decision maker. She does not like to hurry. She is. She is just taking her sweet. She's the personification of sweet tea under a shade tree. She's just taking her time. And I don't think that. I don't think that she either has never watched the show or <laughs> what some, you know, it, it, it sort of it's. Cause her her like lax attitude about about decision day is is like one I've never seen. Where she's I like, know. oh yeah, just the last episode. What are you okay. worried about? It's okay, like, I no. I was getting this- anxiety listening to her, and I thought, I know that. I I think people would pro- some people would probably say, no, she's got the right attitude because she's like we're together no matter what. But I feel like I'm with Shaq in the end of you. I. To commit to you on this to, on decision day, I've got to know that this marriage is going to flourish, and that I'm not just getting, um, you know, forehead kisses for the rest of my life and well, whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, butterfly Eskimo kisses. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, they have done nothing. It would be one thing if they were making progress, and she's like, "Well, I don't want to rush," I, you know, or or even like, you know, we'll get to them. But Eris and we could talk about that. Eris and um. Jasmine with like putting sex off till after decision day, removing maybe pressure roadblocks. But that's not what she's saying. She's just like, oh, it's fine. All the time in the world. Yeah, it was. And then and she talks like this. And then, of course, when they had the dinner and he basically she says, we don't have any we don't have really any chemistry. And he felt humiliated. Um and he felt kind of blindsided because he says, well, that conversation too, I swear, to, I swear, I don't think I can listen to these two talk anymore. I think that's what's about to happen because I'm just now I'm getting angry because yeah. when they started talking about, well, well, he said, I felt blindsided because you don't tell me that. She's like, well, if you want to know that you have to ask me. And he said, well, I don't, why can't you just tell me stuff if I don't, I don't necessarily, yeah. I think my head would explode if every day my husband was said, just checking in how well, how are we yeah. doing instead of me voicing things to him all the time so i don't know i mean there's a balance for sure but 
And when he kind of snapped and said, this is all on Kirsten time. And he kind of made it seem as though he thinks that that's been a pattern for her in her life. I could tell he was getting pretty frustrated. I was too, Sarah. (laughs) I was, I was sort of done with it. And I, I don't think he's far off to feel that way. I do. Well, and then on after party, was it the, the guest, the Justin Davis, is that his name? Um, you know, he really took up for her a lot. And so did Keisha kind of saying, okay, she might not be, you know, at the level of communication that you are, but for her, she's showing up for her. She is doing all the things and Hey, that's great, but it might not be enough for him. I mean, this whole thing is a time fucking sensitive pressure scenario where maybe this isn't the right thing for her. This isn't the right way to to meet her life partner. Again, someone should have watched the show. I know. It's very it's 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 so weird this couple because one episode I'm completely seeing her end and then the next I'm seeing his and then this one the last couple I felt that he's getting frustrated with trying to pull stuff from her and then I'm getting frustrated watching him getting frustrated trying to pull stuff from her and I don't feel great about them other than a preview of a possible makeout. No, same. And when Nicole was straight up at like playing host at the dinner and asking like, so is anything physical progress? Like you guys should at least be kissing. You know, part of me was kind of like, Jesus, you know, let them be. But then I don't know. It sounds like probably Nicole is knows Kirsten and they've, they probably have a friendship enough where she knows that she needs to be put on the spot with that shit, especially if she's throwing notes under the door, telling <laughs> Shaq what he should I, do before they go to bed. I, okay. So, cause I felt the same way when Nicole was saying, Oh, at least, and then she said something, well, gosh, this is a sore subject. It's like, yeah, read the room. Okay. Right. Like, right. But I, I, that moment during that, I thought, oh, God, she's like a point at herself, the Dr. Pepper. I was episode. seeing too. Yeah. And then when when Shaq on After Party said that she slips notes under the door saying things like, you need to kiss Kirsten before bed. Oh, and and then is is that coming from Kirsten? Is she telling Nicole to slip notes under the door? Because that's bizarre, first of all. Yeah. And put on R&B. Yeah, I think. I think that was a joke that Justin made, but I might be wrong. Um, um, I think he was making a joke. Like if she said that, if that's what a, a note you got anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe it right. was, maybe I'm wrong, but <laughs> I, I would li- I'd pr- prefer to believe that Nicole wrote a note that said, put on some R and B and put on some Keith, Keith sweat or something. I think he yeah. said, yeah. Uh, which by the way, I love God. Oh. Keith sweat's got some good ones. Um, so, <laughs> Go give someone a smooch if Keith Sweat was playing right now. <laughs> yeah, I just got a little excited. Um, anyway, I think that that is bizarre. I don't know if Kirsten is telling Nicole that that's what she needs from Shaq and then Nicole's having to relay it to her. Then th- in that case, okay, Kirsten, you've got to start telling him what you need. Or if Nicole's just that involving herself in it. Right. Which one is yeah, it? I mean, which well, I, and I, you know, I, I don't feel like that would be out of character if it was yeah. the latter. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope Nicole and Chris stay on a smooth path, but I'm curious if she will be as quick to offer advice to the other couples if they happen to hit a rocky 
patch. Um, you mean Nicole and Chris? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like how she's offering advice and doing all these things right. and questioning oh, and saying yeah. things like, you know, like saying like, well, I have high hopes for you or I didn't have high hopes for you when you got, you know, it's like, all right, you know, but I'm just curious if maybe they hit a little, you know. Oh, right. A, if she would be stumble, so if to... she'll be. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. Doctor I, I mean, filling we... everybody. Yeah. Well, we can talk about them. First of all, her dad mm -hmm. said big dick energy and he, sh he sure did, didn't he? And you, you know what? what it takes to say big dick energy? <laughs> Some big dick energy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, first of all, I loved it because he's not wrong. Now, Nicole has been saying that she's worried about running over Chris, worried about running over Chris, worried about running over Chris, instead of just maybe trying not to run over Chris. And then <laughs> now, then I hear basically her dad kind of said the same thing. He He, he said... If you're wanting to, I don't know what how late he's sleeping in. I mean, if he's sleeping till 2 p.m., I could see maybe Nicole being, you know, saying, hey, buddy. <laughs> but um, yeah. so I yeah. couldn't really tell with that conversation. He's like, yeah, I'm getting up earlier. And the dad's like, no, don't like do your own thing. You don't have to change because it's what she wants, because that's the direction it's going to go. If you start doing that, it's going to be the pattern in your marriage. So. I mean, maybe Nicole and her dad are both correct. And, and, and Chris is going to have to just be a little, I don't know, but this is just his personality. I don't know that he's doing something to please her or if he's just thinking, oh, you know what? She gets up earlier. We're married. I'll get up a yeah. little bit earlier. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't come off to me like a doormat. Okay. I think he's, he's very caring and giving and he um you know is certainly putting her needs first but hey he didn't put on the um the flamingo shirt you know i mean he no. he could have and i i just want to say nicole right reminds me or it, this kind of thematically reminds me of Lindsay. if we go back to boston because this is the same thing where it's like her dad was like, you know, life's not easy. Marriage isn't easy. Nicole's not easy. Don't let, you know, basically she's going to eat you alive and get some big dick energy and stand up to it's like, yikes. I think that is so crazy. I mean, her friend, remember her friend talking, everybody's kind of saying the same thing. When are we going to see this Nicole? Because she's doing a very good job of, of, you know, putting her best foot forward, but I don't know if my family, if everybody around me was like, Ooh, you know, oh, don't get too comfy, you know, stuff like that. I'd be like, geez. Yeah, it is him? weird. But I don't I mean, I also don't sometimes I feel that that people have this narrative and it's not even real. Right. Like it's almost yeah. just because she's a little more outspoken. Maybe everyone has this joke about her. I don't know, because we haven't seen it. And I would have a hard time believing that she um is is completely not being herself because I think she is. I mean, especially in, you know, the end of this episode when she um right. you know, started looking at the yeah, looking at the photos and um being upset and all that stuff and saying that she didn't like the way that she looked. And he talked about how that's gonna wear on him after a while, that he doesn't like that she's negative and shits on herself, all that stuff. So there's that kind of stuff she's being um 
Yeah. Her, and, and her, you know, the neuroses or whatever those things are. You want to, insecurities. That's the word I was looking She's for. like letting it out. Yeah. And maybe what I mean more, even just hearing you talk and thinking it through, it's more like this. She almost has, it's like a, her insecurities or something. It's like a personality she ha, she herself has embraced. Like, I feel like her dad would say those things in front of her, like, oh, she's not easy. And she'd be like, yeah, I'm not easy. Yes, and the same yes. with the same with her friend. So, yeah, to your point, it's I don't think it's a secret personality or anything, but it's kind of like it's always looming for this poor kid, you know, whether she's the one warning him or friends and family are warning him. And maybe it's not that bad. And it's just her accepting that, you know. Somebody has to say no to her once in a while. I don't know. Yeah, it's just that's kind of what I meant by narrative. Like, I almost think it's a sort of her. Oh, I'm a lot kind of thing. Yeah. But then it's not that yeah. bad. But at the same time, um, the other thing she said of I could run over him. I could be I could be too pushy. I want him to always say those are the I don't want to railroad him. It's like, well, then don't railroad him. I just right. sometimes I want the the person that is worried that they're going to do the thing that they wish they wouldn't do, that they would take care of it first instead of worrying about him having to get some big giant backbone that. Right. Like right. some self editing and just, yeah. like, oh, if I have the potential, this has been shown in my past relationships, I can be X, Y, Z. Maybe I will try not to be like that. Or work but at the it. same time, I feel like we heard from his family that he could be a little codependent, right? Yeah. He yeah. talked, they talked about, don't if you're done with him, break up because he'll stay with you for the for 15 more years. Once even when he's unhappy, kind of is basically <laughs> what they said. So I honest so. to God, both both families acted like they were dropping off kids on the front step of a firehouse and just running away like you take care of them. You take care of her like good on you. I hope you guys figure this out because we're fucking done to done. Yeah. Oh, God. I will say, though. And it's I know it's not about looks, blah, blah, blah. But she just looks so stunning in that helicopter. The, oh, the, the I makeup know. and she the did. dress. Yeah. And I thought, God, she, look, she just looks so beautiful. And that I, everything was it was just that. I mean, she always does. But I just thought that she was glowing. Yeah. And they, yeah. And, and he looked helitor, really good. too. The helitor. Like they're the doing hel- little uh, accents. Yeah. Helitor. helitor. Yeah. That, that looked nice. And when I learned from this episode that you can take a, a glass of champagne onto a helitor. I was like, I, where's my helitor? Yeah, you sure can. They, um, they look like they had fun. Oh, speaking of not wearing the same, not wearing the flamingo shirts, but did you notice that, that they were dressed alike on the, uh, bus tour comedy bus tour? Oh shit. I didn't notice. Oh, they were both wearing red and black flannel shirts. Okay. Yeah. How did I miss that? How? I don't know. I couldn't stop staring at it. I you probably missed it because you were so focused on the redneck bus comedy tour. I was lady so upset, Sarah. Who, you know, I would rather eat a gun than than hop on a redneck comedy bus tour. It it was. There was no one it, else on the bus, Sarah. No, I know. It's just the four of them. And I mean, she did make me laugh when she said the things like, uh, oh, we got some swingers here when they all said that they were only married for a year. And then she taught him the words tourist and bless your heart and mom and M. Cooter. The cooter moment <laughs> cooter, was real uncomfortable. No, mm-hmm. Cooter, no. Yeah. Cooter, beaver. No, thank you. 
No. I in 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 listen, I have to say I'm anybody who enjoys those sorts of things, that lady who's doing the tour, I I'm happy for everyone. For me, it is my version of just pure hell. I yes. there's nowhere to hide. There's yeah. intense eye contact, a <laughs> lot of fake laughing. I would be I would be puking by the time I was off just out of pure anxiety. The the eye contact thing is probably the 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 hardest part because if that's a packed bus and you don't think and you don't understand the cooter joke or you don't yeah. want to understand the cooter joke that she made then you get to just look out the way oh look at that look at that place I never seen that place before and sort of enjoy but when it's just the four of you I mean mm-hmm. that's like you and I doing stand up for four people which that's I think I've I mean. done that's in, early in on I, in my career but um I've n- <sighs> I literally never, I just wouldn't wish it on anyone. And I, I'm glad that they kept it brief. I'm glad that they went and started doing shots at a, at a, what was what, moonshine? Moonshine distillery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that looked nice and it seems like uh, Clint really took advantage of it, which, <laughs> which made me giggle. Um, The fact that, well, we can go ahead and talk about them because yes. we're coming from that. The fact that he, Again, another role with the punches, right? I mean, he was hungover. He joked that he's like, there's 365 flavors of moonshine and I love them all. And um, yeah, and I can't think of a fresher hell than having to hike hungover. Oh. But he just did it. He put on his Jamaica t-shirt and he went on that hike and got in the water and, yeah, and Hank made a lot of him. S- <laughs> yeah. Made a lot of sense that he submerged himself in the water. It was probably the only way for survival at that point. Gina's like, yeah, just hose it off. Get in there. <laughs> I will say, I you thought last week that she had a nice time. Um, I think at the rodeo was that last week. I get yeah, all running. So. Yeah, sure. And and the sailing. I remember you thought she had a nice time. I thought she would just look like she was just getting through it. But yeah. this episode, I don't know if it's because you planted the seed, oh, or if it's real, but. I felt that she seemed to be having a good time with him. Even when she made the joke about sometimes when I eat with you, I just want to stop eating immediately because you say awful things like, yes, you know, ask her if she's ever ate, not awful things, but ask her if she ate camel right when she's starting to eat. And she's like, I don't want to think about that right now, which I'm, I get that. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, but even when she said it this time, it actually seemed in good spirit and not anger. A few times when she said things like that before, it felt like she was was, was two seconds away from putting her hands around his neck <laughs> and squeezing the life out of him. So mm-hmm. this time I thought, I don't know if Mare Bear just confused me or if I think that she's starting to at least enjoy his presence. I still don't, don't ever think they'll end up together, but I think she's he's growing on her as she said a couple times. Well, it's funny that you say that perhaps I planted a seed because I feel like in conversely, inversely, whatever opposite see you planted a seed for me because all I could see was her face with different things. I do agree that it felt like she was having a nice time, but like even well, it started on for me with them on the redneck tour there like her her face when when they told when I think Nicole's like, how are you guys doing? I mean, her face looked like someone just fed her just a pile of horse shit. And 
she's not from Philly. That's an inside joke. But it she really just looked so miserable. And then I kept I was kept noting her face during different things. But then it also just could be her face a little bit, you know? Like she could be like me that just yeah. always kind of yeah, like a fix your, fix face. your face as yeah. people are always telling me. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I I I've noticed it a few times. I don't think she has an easy time hiding her emotions on her face. No. I am mm-hmm. can easily I can say that because I am very guilty of the exact same thing. So a few times for sure I have seen that she's like <laughs> okay. Um you <laughs> yeah, know yes, that's exactly. the underlying noise coming under from her smile. But this episode I actually thought but see I don't know you this is what happens we influence each yeah, other we do. and we do. confuse each other and then and neither one of us are ever right. We're saying we're both disappointed. Equally. I, yeah, it keeps it exciting, doesn't it? I, you have brought up Clint's corny dad jokes and shit. And I, now I cannot not notice every single one. When they set up the little, the recreation of Jamaica in the apartment and Clint walks in, he's like, ah, I didn't bring my passport. <laughs> I Which totally got that. Equally right embarrassed me and warmed my heart. Yeah, it's. It's his, he loves to be, he loves to make a little, a fun joke. And I'm telling you, the guy rolls with all the punches and he's had some punches. Um, He has been uh, the guy in the group that everyone's mad at, right? On the honeymoon. Yeah. He's been the guy in the He's been the guy on the group that everyone was like, if you make a horseback horse riding joke one more time about how nobody else has ridden anything, I'm gonna rip your tits off and <laughs> and he just just well okay never mind i'll just drink a liquid iv and feel better tomorrow you know like he just he just he doesn't really, care he really is he's he's like i don't know he's just that really important tertiary character like he's not a main character but you need him there so that he just keeps things okay I really, I think I would want him around. I wouldn't want him near my private parts or anything, but I think they're going to have a really probably wonderful friendship and he's going to have amazing hair for the rest of his life. Right. Yeah, I do. I do now see them possibly being friends, but it could change next episode. I could start picking up the same vibe where she's just getting through it and she would rather not be friends with anyone than than have to be friends with him. I don't know which way it's going to go. I definitely don't see them um, at all staying together, even if they played a fun little song that was like, feels so darn good to be around you. It was like this weird <laughs> dancey. That's not how it went, but that's what uh. they did say. Um, <laughs> I thought, I don't think it feels that darn good to be around each other. I think they're just, you know, grace and yeah. growing, as she said at the at the dinner, grace and I, growing. I I don't know if there's something wrong with me, if I don't know how to offer people grace or I don't know how to grow. But honestly, I just want to scream, shut the fuck up until I taste blood with that. Just give him some grace. Give me some grace. Grace and gr- shut up. <laughs> shut up. It makes me in insane that is such a fucking i don't want to deal with it excuse i cannot take it sorry she's giving him grace and growing that's oh, how I'll she's getting grace i'll give you grace well speaking of grace uh jasmine and eris because oh. 
I, I have to talk about how, as we, as we discussed, uh, Nicole making herself the self-appointed Dr. Pepper lead question asker, whatever, <laughs> um, or maybe the production made her do it. Who knows? But when she said, I'm a good body language expert and I'm picking up good vibes from you guys, I was like, oh, sweetie, your body <laughs> language expertise is not working on this. Yeah, it's broke. It's yeah. broken. Your, your ticker's off or whatever. It's not. No, I mean that. And I, in a way, you almost saw like a glimmer of hope in Jasmine's eyes. Like, really? Oh, no, she's just full of shit. You know? <laughs> oh, she looked. I think Jasmine. I think that Nicole kept talking about it, too, and it was just making it worse. And yeah. um, and I felt that Jasmine probably wanted to just say, just shut up, Nicole. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. This is yeah. we are. We got nothing going on here. We have less than nothing going on. We have less than Shaq and Kirsten have going on, which, by the way, they did ask them if they kissed. And I don't think anyone answered Shaq and Kirsten. So I'm feeling like they didn't even answer that question. So, um. Well, at least they didn't say do forehead kisses count because I would have thrown my TV on the <laughs> fucking kitchen floor and stomped on it. <laughs> you I don't know why the kitchen because it's in the living room, but either way, I would have like well, ripped you it up been like so incredible mad, you, Yeah, you yeah. would have picked it up and gone to another room. And ran, That's yeah. Kind of like Jasmine in a rage room. <gasps> I mean, I, I feel like she would have had a better time if he wasn't in there and they had just put pictures of his face. <laughs> All over the things, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think she was just like, oh, OK, we'll do this together. But in her, I think she could have had a better time. I definitely agree with you. I thought I thought, OK, she's hitting some stuff. And she even said in the she seems more like she's going to explode at any moment when she's in the in the confessionals where she goes, yeah, no, feels good to just, you know, break some shit right now. Like she is on the edge. Of- oh, Girl. Yeah. So I think if they would have put a few cardboard cutouts of them, of him mm-hmm. in there and just and given her the room to herself, she might have gotten a little more out. But you know what? That's the sound of freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> Did you hear that song? No, that- Sarah. Oh I would God, I was hoping that was a song. <laughs> how how did you miss that? It was it was like this bad, bad rip on a rock song and it was no it was like you can't deny it you can't deny it you can't (laughs) deny it that's the sound of freedom oh wow i mean it was it was as it stood out as much as as country kissing hillbilly hugging oh really did last week i think i was just really watching them beat the shit out i you know how i can really i I really miss a lot. Thank God for you, though. So what you're talking, it was like a like a hair band, like a heavy metal song. Kind of. <gasps> I'm trying to think of a good almost almost more like a. Oh, like a hole or garbage. Oh, cover OK. Band OK. Or something. OK. Almost more like that. A little than heavy, than though. A little he- like to match. You the- can't deny it. You can't. <laughs> I mean, it was. Oh, man. I might have to go me. back yeah. to that. I might have to. And I mean that. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> well, listen. I, you definitely, you should. I mean, I could, I feel like I might play it to my car, in my car and get angry. Um, it was really enjoyable for me. And that's, they, 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 again, that word, that's the sound of freedom came 
and heavy at the end when she was like sle- sledgehammering something or whatever she was doing. Ugh. But um, I mean, yeah. I she OK, I was just going off on grace. OK, I don't I just think I feel like that term is overused a bit. Mm-hmm. But this woman. Is acting with grace is giving him grace is yeah. all of the things like more than anyone I've ever seen. I, she is so beaten down, but she's still not acting like a victim. And I don't know how, cause I'm in a bad mood just watching this for her. When Eris is talking to his friend up front and he's like, his friend's like, well, I don't really get it. What do you need? And Eris talks about like, oh, well, you know, maybe if you're not attracted to somebody right away, but then they have like a sense of humor and they have some swag. I don't think there's anybody on there that has more natural swag than Jasmine. And so, but she I can't agree. act like herself because she has been given the uh, nugget of truth that he doesn't find her attractive. So how could she be her normal self with swag? It's I, like a horrible scenario. And I, it's all his fault for for needing to give her that. It reminds me of Kristen and Mitch. Like Mitch was, yeah. Mitch was like, oh, I have to tell Kristen. I'm just going to hand her this dirty diaper with the truth that I'm not attracted to her. And then it ruined their fucking marriage. If he had kept it to himself and was a big boy and waited it out, it would have been OK, possibly. And same with Eris. I especially and I thought all I could think was I wanted to be able to go over to Jasmine's house watch this with her and hold her hand on the couch and be like, this isn't, you. this isn't on you. Because when yeah. the guy is basically saying, he, he basically said, well, you know, usually you can find something you like about a person and that grows attraction. But I, I, I don't have any of that. I mean, yeah. what you, you right. have been, you've talked about what a great uh, caretaker she is. You've talked about how, you know, that she would be there for you. You know, you talk about how dependable she is, how much you can rely on her. You don't think those things are sexy. Yeah. I mean, what? I, I I don't know. She laughs at his dumb fucking jokes. She goes along with things. She doesn't upend a table when they're trying when to have he, a romantic dinner and he asks what her favorite <laughs> sexual position is. I, I can't even. And like you actually, they do seem like they laugh together more than really other people. I don't I was. Yeah. I was so thrown off when he was saying that. And I, I honestly don't think that he even knows how it sounded. Yeah, I don't even not. think he realized. I think the guy's got a little bit of a word vomit situation. I mean, we saw it on in Never Have I Ever last week, and um, that was last week, right? Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't last week, it was the week before, and if it wasn't the week before, it was the week before that. <laughs> um. That's true. So it was at some point it happened. And I just, I, I don't, I, I just was so, she's been such a good sport kind of talking about like how Clint takes it on the chin and she does it, but she does it with, she calls him, she calls him out. She's not. She does. Yeah. It, it's that conversation when they went to that like beautiful place for their one month and he's they're reading their marriage vows and she says, he talked about how he's showing up. For, he has to be there showing up for her every day in his vows. And she said, do you think you've been showing up for me every day? I mean, she knew the answer to that and she was calling right. him on it. So right. I don't. The, the sex, the sex after decision day conversation. I mean. What? I I was torn that whole thing. 
because it's almost like what the guy that Justin guy said on after party where maybe it's better for her if she knows it's not going to happen so she can just calm down and not have to get, you know, razor burn or wax appointments back to back. You know what I mean? Like take a knee and wait till after decision day and like and not wonder that, you know, almost like that anxiety anticipation of could it be tonight if I act like this or if I wear that? I mean, because it's ruining it. I just hate it so much for her because she should not for one second have to fucking chase anybody. And 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 I know I don't think he's a bad guy, but it's just it's really where's Cal or Pepper? Somebody should be staying in on the couch well, at their place for a few days. Well, they're probably never going to make eye contact with him again after what they heard him say on on about on Never Have I Ever. They can't talk to him anymore. They're going to be like, I can't I can't even look at you yeah, after true. you had to tell us. But no, I, I think that. OK. And I kind of just thought of this. So bear with me. <laughs> I love it. But. Even when that guy said that on after party and although, although I agree with the sentiment of taking it off the table so there's no pressure, I don't get the impression that Jasmine is sitting around all day wondering when a dick's going to fall in her. I don't think. Yeah, I you're don't, right. I don't think I think that this the obsession with when they're having sex, he did say, I want to get quitting asked about it by other people. So he was talking about his cousin. He's talking about Nicole at dinner right, the other right. night. You know, he he's talking about that stuff. I don't think that he's talking about Jasmine and it's, uh, he's the one that's obsessed with them not having sex. Right, if you Sarah. ask me, Sarah, I mean, I, I wish I had like a horn to sound or something or some sort of award to present you, but I couldn't agree with you more. I When she's sitting, thank you. When she's sitting there at on their one month anniversary and talking to him about stuff, she's not saying, when are you going to penetrate me? When are you going to penetrate me? She's talking about them growing and him right. not showing up and asking if he's put in effort and looking. She just feels they've been stagnant. That doesn't mean it's right. sex. I think the person fixated on sex here is certainly him. So it's if he him. needs to take it off table for himself, then that's what he can say. But quit putting it on her like she's lying there in wait every day and you just walk past her and then she weeps. I mean, that's not what's happening. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so right, though. You almost want to shout like, don't flatter yourself, pal. Like she yeah, she's not just like standing there with in a in lingerie with her ear to the door when he comes home. And, you know, I mean, it's it is crazy. But I loved how see. He said that like, oh, I would just feel better. Take it off the table. Nobody asked me. I hope that's why. But I'm glad that she came back to him and said, OK, fine. But we still need to grow in intimacy in other ways, like almost like do you want to shake on that. Are we in agreement? Because you can, again, not penetrate me, but doesn't mean we can't, you know, we're not going to naturally be intimate if that, you know, if intimacy presents itself. Yeah. And because I think that's what she's been saying all along. And every time right. he hears intimacy, he thinks, oh, God, someone wants to ride my dick again. What am yeah. I going to do? You know, well, ladies yeah. are always trying to get on me. Like <laughs> even he even said he was he's like, I'm so worried. You know, the sex will just increase her attraction to him. Like, oh, right. <gasps> I mean, I actually really like this guy in, in some too. way. Like he yeah. seems he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but. A couple times this episode, I'm like, all right, calm down about yourself a little bit. I mean, I you don't know. 
think she's falling all over herself for you. I don't. I think she's barely tolerating you at this point. And when she says no on D-Day, you know what that's going to be? What? That's going to be the sound of freedom. <laughs> yes. Oh, Sarah. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I am going back and listening to that. I... I only assume because so many of the rumpers, as you guys, if you didn't know you're called rumpers, it's are you my podcast rump? Get it. We're fun. Um, so many of the mm-hmm. rumpers have now paid attention to the song that I mean, it literally, I think I got, we got messages that somebody was like, if you guys don't talk about this you know, hillbilly hugging song, I, I'm basically oh. never going to listen to your podcast again. So they are all picking up on it now. So I was I'm really I can't wait to find out how many people talk about this song before this podcast comes out and we're like, did did anyone pick up on that weird rock song? Because I'm obsessed with it. I, two things. One, woke <laughs> up over the weekend and I text you this um, singing Hillbilly Huggin. Or yeah. Um, <laughs> country Kissing. Kissing. Co- country country Kissing. Kissin. That's from last kissin, week, guys. Hillbilly Huggin. And swear to God, Mark was humming it. No fucking joke. It, I mean, it's very catchy. And then the second thing is I would like to pretend, as I know you would, that somehow, I mean, I know, you know, production is on to us and they're just putting even better. They're just looking for songs to fuck with you. That's what I'm I'm praying for that. I feel I know it's not true. No, I feel personally trolled by them every episode, but that's just <laughs> I'm. That's basically me being an heiress and making it all about myself when yeah, really but I, um, it it's feels just their good job. Though. Yeah. I mean, because it was, I got to say, it was a solid song to go with what exactly was happening in that moment. And mm-hmm. I am impressed that it was found. And yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't as catchy as Hillbilly Hug. And that's going to be, that's if we have to do like an award ceremony for the songs yeah. that so far Hillbilly Hug has already won all the categories. I mean, it's it's one it's one my heart. It's something I again. I still think they could do, get a, make a little money with a, a soundtrack of the season. This this is a good point. Um, I have to ask you one more question about Clint, just real quick, because I thought of it when you said his dad jokes, and I just started thinking about the party bus when um, Gina kind of called him old, basically. And oh yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Oh, didn't bring my burn cream." <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh my God, Sarah, I genuine LOL. Like I, I don't know what it is. Once, once someone he's, he's become so likable to me that now it's like the cornier, the better it, it just, oh, my fucking burn cream. I've never heard that in my life. I, I don't know. What, what was the, what was the thing you used to say? Front street? Front Street. He's like, he likes to live on Front Street. I right? live on Front Street. If, yeah, I left my burn cream on Front Street. I don't know. Yeah. We could come up with a whole thing, but all day. Oh, um, girl. Speaking of all day, I guess we've been here for I a know. while. Um, I could definitely talk some more as we always can. We can talk some more shit, but we've co- covered it all. Uh, we're going to head over to Patreon where we continue to talk for your bonus content that you can also, and then you also get Sunday episodes that are just fun. This Sunday's is going to be a doozy. Mary and I both have some big stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> and so anyway, we will see you there. If not, we will see you here next Thursday. Um, 
And don't forget to watch Couples Couch tomorrow night and tell me if John or I made any any jokes that made it because I don't I can't watch myself as you know. So I'll have to just <laughs> find out from you guys. Yes. All right, girl. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?